pretty good fight. It was a hell of a fight. <laughs> That's what it was. And if anyone has a better opinion, that it, it's not true. It's just false. Anyway, that's what I have to say. It's not an opinion. It's just a fucking lie. <laughs> um, I wish I could afford to watch more UFC fights, man. Um, but I didn't want to pay for a year of ESPN+. Plus. Is that? That's like the deal they were having was like you could pay $50 for the fight. It was discounted from like 70 But you also got a discounted year for ESPN. So I would have ended up having to drop like 100 and twenty dollars or something like that, hundred and ten dollars to um watch one fight. Uh, Which I mean I would have ended up probably watching more, but you could um like bars and restaurants that have the the, the fight going. It's so crowded though. Uh, that's part of the atmosphere though. You got the all the the fans in the background, oh this guy's gotta win and Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know. I did that once. I did that for the and, uh, do you remember the Anderson Silva fight where he snapped his leg? No. You don't remember that? No. You know who Anderson Silva is? Yeah. yeah, okay. So Was he the, the yellow trunks guy? I always wore yellow yeah, trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really spindly. His nickname was the spider. Um, I don't think he's fighting anymore, but he was like a really skilled fighter. And I didn't know much about UFC. I like really not much less than I know now. But um he had a fight going and it was like I think it was like a rematch. And we were like, Oh, we gotta go to fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and and watch this fight. So we get there, and luckily, like me and two of my buddies found a seat, and we're watching all the undercard fights and the prelims and stuff. And like, we got like we were underage, so we couldn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just sitting there. We finished off our wings. We're chilling. Waiter, uh, two waters. Uh, can I get a refill on this Coke? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Fight's about to start. Top, top <laughs> I need off. to get a little bit saucy. Uh, <laughs> um, but then, like, we left before the main card event because we were like, look, we know Anderson Silva is going to fuck this dude up. Like, we'll just we'll just watch it in the morning. Cause, like, and some of the most entertaining fights are, like, the females because they really yeah. beat the shit out of each other. Like, I, I feel like dudes a lot of times will go to the ground and they'll grapple and whatever. I mean, obviously, you have people like Connor, like, he does do a lot of striking him and, you know, Nate Diaz and whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like a lot of, a lot of men in the UFC, like grapple. Um, so we felt like we had like entertainment for the night. We're like, fuck it, let's get out of here. And then we wake up in the morning and we check to see who won the fight. We see that Anderson Silva did a leg kick on the dude he was fighting. And it pretty like his, like his foot wrapped around that dude's (laughs) fucking shin. (laughs) And like he damn near kicked himself in the calf. It was disgusting. It was really gross, man. That's sad. And I I felt bad. I was like, man, like, how do you like, you can't bounce back. You can't prepare for that. You know, like, I don't know. (laughs) You think he was like calm and collected about, Oh shit. (laughs) Oh, here I am. (laughs) looks like I've got myself (laughs) into a predicament. (laughs) Here's my footing. Oh oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) I seen, uh, there was one of the girls, uh, on the ticket. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I, I, I said that last night at the bar. I was like, this is the ticket, right? And she's like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I still don't know anything about the fight. You said undercard. I don't I don't know what any of that Undercard means. is like the fights before the main card event. Okay. And then the ticket is the whole thing, right? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. So one of the undercards on the ticket was uh, 
the, the, the two girls on there. And it blows me away. That girl was built like a truck. I was like, she can <laughs> definitely beat the living shit out of me. Like, yeah. Politely, too. Like, sir, uh, <laughs> sit down, sir. Like, yes, ma'am, absolutely. I saw that in uh, <clears throat> the documentary, West Side vs. the World. One of the things that West Side is known for is powerlifting. But off to the side, like, they train, like, every kind of athlete from like Olympic lifters to baseball players, college athletes, and they train fighters like Matt Brown. Um, I don't know if he fights anymore either, but he went to West side and um, it like broke to a clip of like, obviously West side is a lifting gym. They also, but they have their MMA gyms as well. So they'll, a lot of those guys are doing like two a days a lot of times, especially if they're preparing for a fight. Um, so it switched over to the strong style MMA, which is the gym that West side, uh, most collabs with as far as fighting goes. And there was a female standing there. I think her name was like Jessica evil eye. And Damn. dude, evil she looked like, she looks, she was wearing like a pullover hoodie, with like her hair and like a messy bun. And like, just like she was smiling in the shot, but it looked like, if you crossed her, like she would punch you in your fucking face without hesitation. Right. It was just a scary, like the way that like her, <laughs> her stature, like she was so solid in the right. shoulders where I was like, damn, she could probably like, <laughs> <laughs> she, she could definitely get me to do like things if, if she, I don't want to do. If she jawed me, I would definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just feign to speak to me? <laughs> thinking about talking to me <laughs> um, you're uh you're gonna be doing strongman stuff are you gonna be doing two a days uh yeah for seven weeks i'm gonna <laughs> give it a shot damn so uh, i'm gonna remember i told you i wanted to wake up early and work out so i'm actually gonna wake up and do like some conditioning right. i'm gonna do some hit training and then i'll go in and eat breakfast and then when i get home I'll, I'll do that at least four days a week. I'll Damn. do two a days. And then on like my off days, I'll really focus on like my recovery. I'll do, you know, cold showers and stuff like that and foam rolling. Right. Yeah. Do you have a, uh, a lifting goal or a size goal or a... So I'm already at the weight I need to be at. I'm not going to worry too much. I'm, like I told, I told Peyton, like I wanted to, I'm not going to have it be a major goal, but, um, uh, if I, I, I'm going to cut out, I'm not going to drink until after I'm, I'm done with that. Like no fluids at all, huh? <laughs> no fluids at all, bro. <laughs> not a single uh, fluid. <laughs> waters for the week. <laughs> beef jerky stew. Just <laughs> melt the beef jerky down. <laughs> Ew. That be? Just get it through <laughs> a juicer. <laughs> Just turns into a plastic. Give it to me. <laughs> Um, I'm only going to chew ice <laughs> for my hydration. Freebasing steak fumes. <laughs> we good. <laughs> I'm hydrated. Um, I think. <laughs> you just turned into like skeletal almost. I like, I like pinched my hand <laughs> and the skin stays up here. <laughs> like, buddy, well on my way. <laughs> yeah, check me out. I do a portrait of my wife in my hand. <laughs> Love you, I, babe. Uh, our, our moisture makes its way to you just you're <laughs> sucking for so much moisture at that point um but yeah i'm <laughs> i'm putting the whiskey aside until 
Um, oh, good. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's listening. Phew. Oh, thanks. Doesn't this God. guy know he needs liquids? <laughs> Water at least. <laughs> um, I've heard of a weight cut, but Jesus. <laughs> Gosh darn. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so I'm, I'm putting aside alcohol for seven weeks. Uh, so, like, I only ha- I would only have to lose, like, 10 pounds to be able to compete in the novice lightweight. Novice? Novice. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to do novice my first. Like, I looked at the at the open, you know, I think I'd be in heavyweight. Yeah, heavyweight. And, I mean, their axle clean and press is 280, and that's just, I can't. I'm not even going to pretend like I could, I could probably do that. You know what right. I mean? And then I, I wouldn't be so confident as to be like, oh, well, I'll just drop 10 pounds and, you know, compete in the, in the open men's lightweight because – then what if I don't make weight? I have to write it down on my registration form before I mail it. Right. So I can't just show up there and be like, yeah, I'm going to be competing in this weight class because I have to make sure they have a certain amount of, you know, athletes yeah. per weight class. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, if I end up losing 10 pounds and I get down to 231, cool. You know what I mean? Right. What's crazy to me is that lightweight is 231. That's Whereas, crazy. like, if you look at, like, UFC or bodybuilding, like lightweight is like way under that. Right, one fifty five, I think it was. Yeah, Just light. For, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. But the but like the the heavyweight is from like two thirty two to two seventy. There's no uh, like in between the lightweight and the. Uh, no, there's not like there's not like a light heavyweight. Right. So. That'd be kind of stupid if they did do that. Oh, you mean like a light, lightweight, <laughs> middleweight? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Actually, for the opens there is, for like the not novice class there is. Right. But I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna like really. It's my first competition. I'm just looking to cut my teeth, and yeah. even like the novice weights, some of them, I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Like I don't know if I can lift that much, but yeah. I'm gonna give it a shot. You know, like I have enough equipment here that um, I think all I'm, look, I'm, all I'm really looking to buy is like I, I messaged a guy about a 250 pound Atlas stone because the, the Atlas stone there is 280 um, but I'm going to get a couple hundred pounds of sand and just train with that so like I'll have like the, a 300 sandbag a 250 Atlas stone then that one right there is 115 and then I'm looking to get a couple molds for my birthday Nice. So, yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, dude, I'm really excited. <laughs> like, I had trouble sleeping last night. Like, once I made the decision, like, just I'm... Just thinking about it. Yeah, like, I was like, fuck, I gotta get, like... But it, it was weird, like, I'm in the Strongman group on Facebook, and, um, you know, all the guys talk about, like, once you sign up for a competition, your whole mentality about training changes. Yeah. But I didn't realize, like, because I've talked about doing a competition before, like, oh, maybe I'll try that competition. But as soon as I saw that and I was like, it's going to be hard, but I feel like I'm not going to zero every event. Right. Then it was, like, realistic. And I was like, okay, well, now I have actual events to train for. So it's, I mean, it's just different. So you actually have signed up already? No, I'm going to print out the order form, okay, the, the okay. registration form today, and then I'll mail it in tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that really is going to put it uh, like out on the table for you. Be like, should I have to train for this? Yeah, or I'm going to screw myself over. <clears throat> like and I, I know I'm like I'm not too worried about like sandbag carries. There's like like a sandbag medal that you have to pick up a 280 pound sandbag, carry it 40 feet, run back, grab a 300 pound one, 
carry that 40 feet yeah. for time. And I'm not super worried about that because even even if I lose that event versus whoever I'm going against, um, I, I know I can do that. Like I know I can pick up a 300 pound yeah. sandbag. So it's going to suck is just uh, if you ever were ill prepared, you get there and the sad, a sandbag event, these people are like literally sprinting <laughs> with the oh sandbag. Like, God. holy shit. Yeah. I know I'd be able to carry it and, and strut a bit. <laughs> They're just <laughs> full on sprinting and lunging. Like, well, oh, like wow. the, the thing that kind of gives me comfort is there's this uh, strong man power lifter dude. He's, <clears throat> he's Russian. Uh, his I name is. That would not give me comfort. Well, his, <laughs> his name, well, his name, he's a professional strong man. His name is Dimitar Savatinov, and he's like 5'8", and he competes in like the super heavyweight class with like Brian Shaw and Hafthor Bjornsson. Wow. And um, he went to the Arnold Strongman Classic, and <clears throat> they had the, the yoga bale, so like that over there, but with giant bales of hay on either side, so they had to pick it up on their back. It was like... Over a thousand pounds, Dang. and Dimitar kind of just like would pick it up and set it down, and then like he would like right. inch forward like that, versus where like Brian Shaw just like picked it up and was like, "All right, here we go." And, and just the, moved. Yes, I'm doing this. Yeah, <laughs> but Brian Shaw is like six eight. Oh wow. Yeah, and sits at like four hundred pounds all the time. Now would they adjust the height for something? Yes. Like that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you have. But like once the event starts, your height is picked. Like oh, wow. you cannot change your pick height. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where kind of like, I'm also, there's also like the stone, the Atlas stones are like weight over bar. Yeah. And I think people are at a height disadvantage for that. Like I have, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't set the bar. It's like a step lower than that okay. for like what I have to get a 280 pound stone over. Did you just roll it over or yeah. like, yeah, pick it up, get it on the bar and push it over. Dang, I'd be so afraid of that last Oh, dude, I've seen some it. I've seen some scary videos of like guys being pushed back by the stone, their legs fucking Fuck they, like they shoot back like oh, it, it, yeah. And then when the stone rolls off after it crushes their fucking chest, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they, <Well. laughs> they, they spring back up because your Looks muscles like your muscles <laughs> <laughs> contracted so fast. They're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not even room to feel embarrassed, so it's just like, oh shit, I'm <laughs> here. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck oh, next year. <laughs> all right then. What <laughs> <laughs> is <Orders> my pint? <laughs> Drink to that. All right, that's that then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be doing fucking dumb stuff. <laughs> well, don't do that again. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, that hurt my chest. <laughs> caved in completely. Whoa. <laughs> Thank good for the ribs. <laughs> you stand up and the diameter of the fucking atlas stones cut on your body. You're like, well, shit. It's even got an imprint of the logo for that year, Strongman 2021. Well, <laughs> that's not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like I'm branded now. Yeah. Got me first tramp stamp. <laughs> it's like that is not a tramp stamp. A Minnesota license plate if you will. <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah, uh, dude. I definitely need to get into uh uh anything competitive. Just I, I couldn't imagine the uh the the extra push of having to compete with people doing the same thing as you. So that's the thing that is kind of giving me comfort 
<clears throat> is that when I'm by myself, like, shit is really hard. But I have done, like, a Strongman Saturday. At, I've done a couple Strongman Saturdays at this gym that used to be open uh, called, like, Strong and Fit. No. He was running out of his garage for a little bit. He had an actual location. I never ended up going there, but um, he set up 175 on the axle clean and press. And I was doing, like, and this is, like, two years ago. So I was, like, not as strong as I am now. And, um, oh, wow. I'm so <laughs> Look at me. Um, but uh, I was doing that, like, for multiple sets, multiple reps. And it was just because, like, I had the audience. I had other people there to basically, like, perform for. Right. So th that's the kind of thing that, like, I'm not, like, counting on it, but I'm looking forward to it. Where, yeah. like, I know people are watching, so I have to put out, you know? Yeah. That's how I would feel anyway. Yeah. Uh, like, running. When I go running anywhere <clears throat> and I see somebody, like, 500 feet behind me just when I turn around. I'm like, am I going to let this person pass If they me? pass me, I'm going to die. <laughs> so, some high anxiety. If they don't pass me, I'm going to have wet bad luck for the rest of the week. Some stupid thing. <laughs> if I don't scratch my <laughs> what, what is that? Is there, is there a name for that? Because I definitely thought I was the only person who did that when I was younger. I'm like, I have to make this basket before that car goes by or my dad's going to die. Like some fucked up. My dad's not back from work yet. And I'm like, throwing pebbles at something and uh i'm like shit i have to hit this or my, or my dad's never gonna come back from work I don't <laughs> but I, 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 where's your dad i said he was at the store <laughs> he's still getting bread i don't know what is yeah, milk gallons are heavy <laughs> what do you want um, that, that started the journey of being a strong man <laughs> There's got to be a name for that. I don't know. It almost sounds like a version of like the call of the void. You know, when you're like looking over a cliff and you're like, what if I fucking jumped? Right. Like, I, it's, it's almost like a version of that. Cause I did the same thing when I, I used to be big into running when I was a teenager. Um, I'd be out running or whatever. And I'd be like, if I don't make it to this tree before this car passes me, I'm going to fucking die right here. Like, <laughs> on the spot. Like, no jokes. <laughs> like, I would like really pick up the pace. And, Clearly, I did it because I'm not dead. Yeah, it all worked out. <laughs> Can you imagine the car? Just My dad did come home from work that day. <laughs> yeah. The car sees you speed up, so they speed up. <laughs> that, that's the fear, right? That they know what's going on. Like, no, I don't want your dad to come back. They're just fucking. They're just feeling spiteful that day. No, they're, fuck your dad. Yeah, they're, they're, been, they're vindictive for no fucking reason. <laughs> going like 85 on a 20. Just so your dad doesn't come home. I don't like the way he mows his lawn kid. anyway. Fuck <laughs> 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 Here comes my dad pulling up anyway. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what? <Did> you, <laughs> you beat that car, didn't you? He, he, he fucking knows. <laughs> dad, I tried. What do you mean you tried? <laughs> you didn't beat him? Oh, no, no. I got to go, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just it does seem a little like uh, I'm 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 obviously speaking completely out of my uh, <laughs> my 
<laughs> my, my my knowledge base here with that, but what is that? What is it called where you're uh, like schizophrenic in a way? Because what is that feeling? Apparently, OCD. Well, this feeling that you're almost like telling yourself paranoia? that these yeah that that is kind of what's happening. It, it's it is. Not, it, it's like an it's like an obsessive acute paranoia type of thing. Right. I wonder if. Ooh, see, I wonder if that's where it came from, the old uh, step on the crack and you break your mom's back thing. Like, imagine if somebody was saying that, they're like, no, I can't step on the crack or my mom's back will break. And it kind of just... And one day they did step on the crack and they yeah. came home and their mom was like, ah, I threw out my back. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> and your dad hasn't been home. <laughs> <laughs> Why did she beat that car, son? <laughs> Did you step on any cracks today? <laughs> I stepped on a few. <laughs> uh, that uh, I wonder if it is rooted in that saying that, or if it was just it rhymed, so it's just something to do. I don't know. It's interesting to me how that's like that's known. I I, I don't want to say worldwide because I've you know I've never even been out of the country, but it's known Did at least. <laughs> Outside of this country, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What's a crack? <laughs> What's a mom? You mean the break in the sidewalk? <laughs> you're, you're talking about the recessed line in between two slabs of cement? <laughs> yeah, we call it crack in America. You, Blimey, that's bleeding crazy. <laughs> you, you Americans and your crack. No, 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 no. I'm saying... No, 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 you've said enough. <laughs> You've said enough. <laughs> That'll do, donkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'll do, but, pig. But <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, you dirty, filthy American. <laughs> um, but I, it's interesting to me how stuff like that, like nursery rhymes and whatnot, like spread so far before the invention of the internet. Right. You know, like everything was word of mouth. Like everybody knows the joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo, boo, hoo. Oh, you don't have to cry. Like, you knew that when you were a kid yeah. and the internet wasn't prevalent. Like having a computer in the household was not status quo. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> I just wonder where, uh, what it stems from our desire and just the enjoyment we get from hearing things rhyme or like alliteration. Like I wonder if the guy who, who, who ran that gym you were talking about was like, I definitely want to have another day for strongman, but there's no other day that's like, Strongman Saturday, like Strongman Wednesdays, there's no alliteration. It's going to be... Get your weak ass yeah. in here Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> weak, weak ass Wednesday. Like, fuck, that's the only way it's going to work. That doesn't work. Strongman <laughs> Sunday. No, that's the Lord's Day. Man Monday. <laughs> tough Tuesday. <laughs> Weightlifting um, Wednesday. Well, like Strongman Saturday, that's that's a thing like across like the Strongman training oh, world. Like gyms will do that. Well, they'll have like... Um, the one I went to wasn't free. It was like five bucks to you know go in for the day, um, and he had events like set up where like, all right, I'm gonna teach you guys how to lift this log. Like I, th I think I went to like three, and on one of them he asked me like, hey, is there anything specifically that you want to do? And I was like, well, I've never lifted a log before, and then he taught me how to lift a log. Damn. Yeah, like the ones with like the handles. You know, you gotta right. get up to your to your chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty standard thing. Training wise, cool, cool, cool. But um, <clears throat> I forgot what 
I was going to say here. Oh, just the uh, the alliteration and stuff and the rhyming. Uh, I don't know where that comes from, how it works out. And I wonder if uh, that's something that could work with. Now I lost it. <laughs> I, I lost it. <laughs> so, read any good news recently? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, actually not good news at all. Uh, Larry King passed away. Okay. Just coming out of left field with that one, but uh, when did he pass away? Yesterday. That's really scary because I was in the car yesterday and I was listening to the last podcast on the left, <clears throat> and Ben Kissel said one of his proudest moments was meeting Larry King. And I was thinking about man, like, how is Larry King not dead yet? That's right. <clears throat> That's crazy, man. So that's probably why he died. That's exactly why he died. I'm a piece of that. shit. God uh, damn, dude. He uh, he had like COVID complicate. He was being treated for COVID. Which oh, is, uh, gotcha. Which is crazy. But uh, yeah, man. I I would say it's pretty huge for for just the market of, or just the realm of podcasting, media, anything like that. Because he was such a huge staple. I mean, I never watched him like as a as a daily entertainer or anything like that but the things that i for when he was interviewing somebody that i did like and i'd watch him and he just had a real concise way of <clears throat> of interviewing that was kind of like the 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 grandfather finally you know sitting down to talk to his grandchild in spite of the the father in the middle like so What's the, you know what I'm saying? Getting kind of like digging deep and getting things out uh, out of the person in this kind of personable way. That was just I don't know. He he's gonna be missed. I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch a lot of Larry King, but it was like the iconic like the background is always what I remembered, and the fact that he always sat like yeah with sad. his eyes like kind of angled up, right? Made his chin look even smaller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, uh, he seemed like he looked like a villain for some reason. He really did, even though he definitely was probably like a really nice guy. It would be crazy if he wasn't nice at all. He's just off the set, just a complete ass. That Dude, it's, it's really disheartening whenever you like really look up to a, a famous person and there's like, like sort of a role model to you. Like Alan DeGeneres. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. I don't like her at all. Um, you didn't like her even before you found out she was a bitch? Uh, well, no, she... She uh, she had a stand-up that was, that was pretty funny, I guess. Yeah, that one but that came out like a like a year or two ago. Yeah. The re- Relatable or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good stand-up, though. Yeah. Was, that was – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to misplace myself here and say that's like the only female comedian I ever found funny. Uh, Ali Wong is really funny. I've Ali, never listened Ali to her. Ali Wong is so funny. Uh, she's probably my favorite female stand-up. And uh, she did a whole stand-up special, like, pregnant as fuck, and it was hilarious. Oh, that's that Asian chick, right? Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. I didn't I didn't watch her because I, like, caught, like, a hint of, like, sexism. Like, uh, like the woman power thing, which, like, I'm all about, like, women feeling, like, you know, empowered. But it, there's something about, like, the in-your-face-ness about some of it, like uh, Amy Schumer. Oh, yeah. You know? Amy Schumer's like, just not Pretty funny. much how, like, men are pieces of shit type of thing. Right. Just like women wouldn't listen to a man saying all women are skanks or, you know, something like that. Like, right. It, I, so I got vibes of that. But if she's funny, I don't know. Maybe no, I'll check her out. Yeah, she's funny. 
um, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that sucks for for that room. I wonder who if there would be somebody a, a successor to that uh, that position of just like for Larry the late King. Night. Yeah, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I think um, <clears throat> cable news and interviews are, are dying. So I don't know that it's necessary for a successor to be had as right. far as that goes. Like the reason that like the news, you know, reports so much bad shit, everything on CNN is breaking news. Like if yeah. you notice that, like that breaking news never goes away on CNN, Fox, everything is like in your face. Wow. This is really important. You got to watch this. Cause like they're dying. Right. No one wants to listen to them anymore because they're bullshit artists. Right. So <clears throat> I think, that that kind of opens it gives them the ability to redeem themselves if anything not necessarily to replace Larry King or try to have a success or anything like that but <clears throat> to have a spot for these kind of interviews not I guess really to to exemplify real transparent uh, dialogue to, to actually have an interview or a segment, an hour long, whatever it is, for real, raw content, which is, I guess, when they, there's just this misrepresentation of what raw, real thing is, because they'll say live, and this is happening now, so this is yeah. raw, real. Like it, it's still, <clears throat> they not, still have a teleprompter. Yeah, in front and of it's them. still not raw and real. It's so coerced, and they, I don't know. It's just, I feel like they have an opportunity to to move from this this situation in a way that benefits them and society, really, because I think we really need that. We really need that that raw dialogue, that that open conversation that we can trust. Like, man, that's that's some real talking going on between whomever it is, but... Yeah, but I think the news corporations make too much money off of fear-mongering, so... um, it's one of those things where like the the demographic will reign supreme you know right. because you still have so many older generation people that are glued to the news and listen to it as if it is a law right so like if you watch fox news maybe you don't take covid so seriously yeah. if you take cnn you take it too seriously you know so it's it's creating so much of a divide that like it it, it be, to a point where it becomes religion, right? You know, like your religion is CNN or your religion is Fox News. Like that dude that I was always get into it with on Facebook before I just completely disengaged. Um, Norman, <laughs> you remember that dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah. always would hashtag Fox News, right? And I made a comment one time about how like he always referenced Fox News. And he would say, Fox News is the only news. Wow. I'm like, all right. You like, go, you go, buddy. Like the uh, Fox Facebook page is going to see this. Like, well, this guy's, this guy's a, a friend and ally. <laughs> we should reach, reach out to him. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. He shall, he shall have half of my horses and 10% of my gold. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, they definitely, I don't know, they some real tribalism go I mean uh, on both sides either way or any 
any news group. And uh, I just don't know who to trust, man. And Yeah, that's – and and I don't know that any news source is going to – I mean, it's even at, like, a local level. You know, like yeah. the Clarksville Scoop has got bashed a lot, you know, for – Oh, they changed their name. Did they? Yeah, now they're – Party 108. Oh, get the fuck out of <laughs> it here. It doesn't even make any sense to go from Scoop Clarksville to Party 108. I guess maybe that's a radio station. I, I, I hadn't kept up. I mean, it reminds me of Q108. Yeah. So did Q108 go under or something? I don't know. I don't know if they're a part of that five-star radio group. Uh, do you remember Ryan and Gretchen from Q108? Yeah. Wasn't uh, one of them on Survivor? <clears throat> Gretchen was, yeah. and Ryan's wife actually babysat my sisters in the morning before school. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. he lived like he lived in like Glen Ellen Landing. I don't know where they live now, but was he a, a radio personality at that time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was still actively doing that, and like you'd be surprised by how he, he's kind of like a skinny Seth Rogen. Really? Yeah, it's kind of how he looked like. So just not funny at all. <laughs> so stupid. You remember when Seth Rogen lost weight and everyone was like, is he going to be funny? Like, what's gonna... <laughs> I don't know. Am I funny? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do the Seth Rogen laugh. Such a good laugh. Uh, but no, man, he wore like, he wore like, it's like in, in the simplest word, like the plainest white dad outfit. Like yeah. he wore like high top Converse with like, loose fit jeans and plain shirts yeah thick rim glasses so it's like almost like he could have been in weezer except right. he didn't go to harvard weezer went to harvard i know band? i know the lead singer did Damn. has has a law degree from harvard wow yeah wow yeah <laughs> so not only <laughs> they just uh, beat life in, in like all these fronts i hate yeah. hearing that isn't that crazy? <laughs> I really hate that shit. <laughs> Makes me feel yeah. so much less of myself. There's, a, there's this, at, at the at a point in youth, it's inspirational, but as time goes by, like fuck. As they achieve I'm more and more, you're like, you're like, God damn it! Can you stop? <laughs> you fucking are you slow <laughs> down already? Are you you freaking freak? Will you never be quick? <laughs> damn. Yeah, it's like it's like James Franco, like pursuing degrees from like. Cambridge and Harvard and Stanford yeah. and like he's just a fucking Rhodes scholar. Well, I mean, I get okay, I get when someone's already maybe famous and I, I guess I not not that I'm bitter or I chalk it up to something else, but when somebody's famous, I wonder how much more difficult it is for them to pursue those other avenues. But it is pretty crazy to hear Prior to the fame, they did all the shit. Like I, I forgot yeah. his name, the Asian guy who's from a doctor. from the Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a doctor. Right. And then right. like Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory has a doctorate in neuro neuroscience or some shit. Really. So he's wow. actually like a fucking genius. Wow. Yeah. And you got the right person for the job. <clears throat> yeah, it's it is it is disheartening sometimes where you're like, oh, did you hear that such and such fucking cured cancer? Yeah. You know, it's like. All right, well, you're already rich and famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or uh, when I see like David Goggins. Uh, oh yeah. It'd be like last week he just ran like two hundred and something miles, and then this week. And then he's, he's like, talking shit to you while yeah, you're doing five hundred pull-ups. I'm like sitting there taking a dump, like <laughs> halfway through the day. I haven't done shit for my day, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Who's gonna carry the fucking boat? <laughs> what do you? Well, what did you do this morning?" I'm like. Uh, uh, not shit, man, to be honest with you. Did you see that Lex Friedman is going to 
do something with him. Yeah. Like they're what are they? They're running like a forty-eight miles in forty-eight hours or some shit. Damn. I thought uh, I thought he might have already did that, or he did that with the the CEO of uh, Cliff Bar. Something he did with somebody. I don't know. I I feel like I don't know. Like David Goggins is cool, but he's one of those people where like his motivation only goes so far for me. Yeah, it's like the, um, the physical equivalent of somebody saying, "Lift yourself up by the bootstraps." Yeah, he's like, "Just fucking do it." I'm like, "But I, uh, I'm trying." <laughs> it's like, for me, I think Jocko Willink is more inspirational because, like, he, not only does he like, I feel like David Goggins, like he says, like you can apply his mentality to different aspects of your life, but like, all he does is work out. Right. You know what I mean? Where like. Joe Rogan came in and was like, yeah, you were doing pull-ups when I came in. That's That was weird, and isn't that? He's like, yeah, man. It's, you know, when I, when I see a pull-up bar, I got to do pull-ups, man. Yeah. See, see my body? I'm pretty fucking solid. <laughs> you got to wonder how much of it is a shtick or if he's just being like that. Yeah, where, like, Jocko Willink is, like, just a hard motherfucker to me. Yeah. Like, he does take the warrior mentality and apply it to everything. And I enjoy listening to his podcast, uh, hearing him talk about the books he reads. Like, specifically, like, he reads, he's gone over this book about face, like, so many different times. And, uh, I don't know, like, it's just, it's just funny. Like, whenever he got COVID, Joe Rogan messaged him, was like, hey man, I heard you got COVID, hope you're doing all right. He goes, not a factor. (laughs) (laughs) Such a hard ass. Yeah. (laughs) What do you, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch COVID. COVID caught me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I feel like uh, drawing that inspiration from somebody like that, like how you're saying the books, I feel like regardless of whatever book they're reading, it would be something like, Maybe I can gather inspiration from it too. Like, if he, if it was someone like <clears throat> David Goggins or Jocko, what was his last name again? Willink. J- Jocko Willink, and he's like, yeah. Every morning I get up, I read where the sidewalk ends. I just pop open the book <laughs> and get me a little poem in before I get in the run, and it just gets me fucking going. And it's kind of like you could just open the book to any page, and it's going <laughs> to apply to something in your life. Back to the book. <laughs> and, then, and then I open the book, and it's like the. Or some shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's right. <laughs> Beautiful. I do need to do an annotated bibliography of my life. <laughs> exactly. I do need to do a glossary, an index of words. He's absolutely. I need to index my life. He's one of those dudes that wakes up every morning and he takes a picture of his watch at 4:30 every morning to for his workout. Right. And uh, then he'll post an aftermath picture. Like, what? What did he say? Hard work for breakfast, metal for lunch. And I'm like. Okay. Wow. That's pretty hard. <laughs> See, but that's how I got to compare it sometimes because I'm like, man, I, we we get up earlier than 4.30. Let me, let me just start an Instagram <laughs> page where I just show my watch when I got up three motherfuckers. What are y'all doing? I'm not actually yeah. doing anything pr- for uh, like productive <laughs> for the day. I just took a picture of my watch. It's three motherfuckers. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Bet y'all still sleep. <laughs> so there's a guy who actually comments on that stuff. His, uh, his name is Dave Tate. He owns Elite FTS. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I've seen that so many people talk about, like, go to bed early, wake up early. You know, early bird gets the worm. That's fine. You go to bed at 10. And then whenever my ideas start rolling at 11, I can get the upper hand on you while yeah. you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, 
he's like, I go to sleep when I want. I wake up when I fucking want to. And then I come into work. But he owns his own company. Right. So, like, one of the most successful powerlifting companies in the world. Damn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's it? John Krasinski? I didn't, I didn't segue that. John well. Krasinski? John Krasinski. From The Office? Yeah. Yeah, he, he did 13 hours. He's going to be uh, hosting Saturday Night Live coming up. That's too bad. I don't know. Why is it too bad? Because Saturday Night Live is not funny anymore. Uh, they, it, it has. There was one that I saw not too long ago. They really did, did just fuck up for a long time. Yeah, a really long time. I really do. They've had so many opportunities to just do random, stupid, funny skits. Be satirical, be funny about dumb shit, take risks, do this, do that, and they just never fucking did. I couldn't stand like, I know, because all they did was make fun of Trump. Yeah. And, and it was it's so, funny like, to right. an extent. Yeah, it's kind of like dick jokes or farts or this, this, <laughs> yeah. and that. Like, you can keep farting the first few times. It's going to be funny. Like, oh, you're... You're fucking farting again. Like, goddamn, quit yeah. fucking farting for the last fucking <laughs> yeah. time. Don't fart again. Like, it was just getting old. Yeah, it's like Dana Carvey did his stand-up straight white male. And yeah. pretty much the whole time he was just doing Trump impersonations, like Trump <laughs> impressions. And I'm like, okay. wow, you sound like Trump. That's, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah so funny. So, Quinn, so. <laughs> Quinn actually walks around going, my IQ is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. But yeah, I do want to see uh, if he's gonna be funny. Cause you think uh, he kind of seems like an unfunny person. Yeah. Yeah, like he definitely like transitioned from his role. Um, I know, like he in the middle of the office, he did like Leatherheads, that football movie, uh, and I didn't I watch. It. I didn't watch it either. I, I want to, uh, but he did like Leatherheads. He did um, License to Wed, which fucking sucked. The movie was terrible. So I'm willing to uh, bet that unless he has, and I don't know, like hosted some events, like big uh, shows or whatever it is, I'm willing to bet if this is his first time, he's definitely going to lean into his character from The Office. And yeah. He's probably going to do a lot of the, like, staring into the ca- – like, I don't know how – yeah, I don't know how he would do it, but I definitely think he's going to – to play into that character, like I feel like he's gonna have to if this is his first yeah. time doing and that. And that sucks too because like he will always be known as Jim from the office, even though he did thirteen hours where he played an ex Navy SEAL and then he also did Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit and A Quiet Place. But you're still like you look at that and it's like Is Daniel oh, Radcliffe Harry Potter to you still? Yes. Is uh Robert Pattinson Edward? Uh, He's not to me. Like I, I don't think so much that one because I hated his role as Edward. Uh, I'll know? be honest. Every time I see uh, the Daniel Radcliffe picture, it's from I don't know what movie it was from. It was after Harry Potter where he's like a, a, a what was it? He wasn't like a. Are you talking about where he played uh, skinhead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imperium. That was a good yeah. movie. He, he he was a he was an FBI agent who went undercover. I never a white saw that movie, but I see so that character good. still. Where I he's like, him, like <laughs> <laughs> he's like screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you, you almost want to for the sake of doing it. 
<laughs> someone who's never even seen Harry Potter ever or heard of any of that, show them that movie first and get them to watch it. <laughs> and then like, oh yeah, have you seen Harry Potter? And they're like, what the fuck is going on? They got him to be Harry Potter? Um, that's um, that's kind of... <laughs> that's to come from him being this earnest, super humble, like, oh, uh, no, no, Hermione, no. <laughs> to like, whatever this is, it isn't fine. <laughs> this um, is the stark difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he does an American accent. <laughs> Dude, you're a grown man. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, he, he does an American accent in there too, and like it, it's weird because. Um, hey, bro. <laughs> Hell, hello, dude. Is there a, a cheeseburger? <laughs> Hi, bro. Where's all of the cell phones and health insurance, brother? Let's go to Walmart. <laughs> Wally World. Is right? there anywhere? Hey, did you find any nine millimeter pistols today? <laughs> nine mm. <laughs> Can I shoot a 5.556 out of that barrel? <laughs> that barrel? <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Who else has been uh, uh, severely typecast in that way? Um, um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what I was going to say about like doing the uh, showing Imperium before you show Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I saw Edward Norton as uh, his role in American History X. Before right. I saw like Fight Club or anything oh, like yeah. that, so I honestly prefer the aesthetic of Edward Norton with like a shaved head and a goatee. Yeah, because he got fucking jacked for that movie. He looks really tough. Right, and then to his turnaround in the you know in the movie, he grows his hair back out, whatever. Um, so then when I saw like the Italian job and he played the bad guy, I'm like, man, he looks weird with um, hair. And, yeah. a, and a and a bare face. It's kind of like I was used to seeing Seth Rogen. What did I first see him in? Whenever he was in, he had a shaved face. Uh, it wasn't knocked up or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it was, I saw Seth Rogen with a shaved face first. So then I saw a forty-year-old virgin and Seth Rogen. I think it was Pineapple Express. I saw Seth Rogen in that. He's shaved there to forty-year-old virgin. I was like, man, he looks weird as shit with a beard. I saw a forty-year-old virgin first and that was the Seth Rogen and then I don't know but that that's how I saw him originally with the he I don't know he just did really well for that character I thought oh yeah he just I, I don't feel like Seth Rogen really has a bad movie you right. know like he's plays the it's because he's playing himself yeah you know like so when he's typecasted he he just acts like it's it's hit like him and James Franco on Pineapple Express right they're just being Seth Rogen and James Franco, yeah. you know, and uh, w one thing like I didn't get to see when it was in its prime and like still airing was Freaks and Geeks. I I've, saw that. I've watched like one or two episodes of that, but like you would be surprised the actors that are in there, like James Franco, Seth Rogen, and uh, Jason uh, Siegel. Oh shit! From like How oh. About Your Mother and stuff. He like they're all in there together, and uh, it was just really weird. Because I watched it when I was like 19, and I'd already run through like all of How I Met Your Mother, and so yeah. I knew them as those characters first. Right. But 
I'm trying to think of a um, iconic. Well, like Tom Cruise, for instance, when they he's always this uh, super action hero, or whatever person. And he he's was, actually like five eight in real life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but he's there was this one movie I forgot what it was, but he was playing like a, the funny role. He had like a bunch of arm hair and this. He was playing like a really wealthy person, and he was like kind of snobby. I, I don't, I don't remember what the movie was, but he was like talking about G fives, like the jet. Oh, you want a G five? You want a G five? And he starts like, "Damn, it was really funny though." I his feel character. like I know that movie. I can pick. Is he bald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what, can't think what of what it was, that, but it dude? was really funny. The character that he was playing, he did really well as that yeah, character. That's gonna bug me. I'm gonna look it up. Really yeah, quick. you're gonna have to. Um, that shit was really fucking funny. Hold on. He'd always wear these button ups, and his sleeves were rolled up just a little bit in there. And... Um, was it Tropic Thunder? I don't know. I feel like it was maybe Tropic Thunder. Hold on. Um, movie where Tom Cruise is funny. <laughs> no results. <laughs> Damn. Is funny. Tropic Thunder. Huh. Yeah. It is it right there. Yeah, there he yep. is. That shit was really funny. That actually was very funny. Who directed that movie? Uh Ben Stiller. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken. I'll I'll look it up. Right. I'm not already here. I'm I'm already ruining the podcast by being on my phone. Absolutely not. Who directed who directed Ben Stiller? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, Ben Stiller right there. That is crazy. Yeah, I only know that because uh, who was it? The interview with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I, uh, listened, I listened to that. And, you know, he played an actor playing a black man. Yeah, I heard uh, something about. No, it wasn't Robbie da- Robert Downey. It was somebody else. Robert De Niro. Where he uh, went off on his wife at a restaurant or something. Like really went off. <laughs> I don't know where I heard it. I think I heard it on another podcast. But he went off on his wife about like I wouldn't have to be taking these shitty jobs or doing these shitty roles if you wouldn't have spent all my money. And uh, what? he said something like that and uh, something to that effect. And um, the guy who was talking about it was like, "Yeah, it's just really crazy to see Robert De Niro in that situation because you just always picture." Robert De Niro as the Robert De Niro of the roles that he plays. So it's yeah. like, yeah, well, that makes sense. That yeah. would make sense because he's <laughs> acting like that. Right. Like It's like if you saw Joe Pecci actually playing a nice person. Uh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pecci. Pe- it's, it's funny seeing, like, you watch Goodfellas and Joe Pecci has, like, that big hair. Yeah. Like, what, what is, what's so fucking funny about me? <laughs> right. And then you go to Home Alone. And he gets the shit beat out of him by Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> that movie was wild. It was. I was just watching Looking that. That's what, I honestly think that's one of my favorite movies. It's such a, a crazy plot for everything and everything that happened. Like, they're really going to try to fucking kill this kid. Yeah, in the <laughs> second one, they were actually trying to fucking kill him. Yeah. And then they at the end of the first one, they hung him up on the door. First, I'm going to bite off all of his fingers. And I'm like... Yeah, like as a as a kid, weird. I was like, that makes sense. He hit that dude with an iron, yeah. you know. But then now I'm like, dude, he's just a kid, right? He's like, because you know, when you're a kid, like, but not it, even like for a retaliation. Like, if somebody, even if I was 
just anybody, if I hurt somebody and their response to me is not, I'm going to whoop your ass. And they're like, I'm going to fucking bite off all your fingers. Yeah, that's... Like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, right, like, <laughs> they really took everything and ran with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's so fucking crazy. Yeah. That's, that's such a good movie though. Like yeah. the, the, the old style, uh, the comedies, uh, way back when, like even before the three stooges and, I guess maybe around the, like the same time when people would just smack people. Yeah. And it was okay. Like, hey, snap out of it. And they'd just slap him. I'm like, fuck, you just slapped him. You like, mean like they made fun of an airplane? Have you ever seen an airplane? No, I haven't. Oh, really man, seen there's it. a scene in there where like, they're like, I think they're like hitting turbulence. It's, it's, a, it's a parody movie. No, it was like one of the first, like, let's make fun of movies movie. Yeah, um, like the meta movies. Yeah, Leslie Neil was Leslie Nielsen in it. I have no idea. I don't remember who was in it. It's an old like I think it came out like the seventies. I'm not mistaken. Leslie Nielsen did most of like the initial kind of meta uh, comedy with Naked Gun. Uh, I don't know if he was in Beverly Hill. Whatever. What. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, there's a scene, I think they're going through turbulence or something like that. And the chick's like freaking out. And they're like, hold on, I'll calm her down. Hey, calm down. <laughs> and they're shaking them. Yeah. It's like snapping. They're like, hold on, I got this. And they're all like, there's a line of people waiting to shake her to like, to get her to calm down. Right. And it's, I think it was like the first thing to like make fun of that era of like, snap out of it. Yeah, exactly. Cause that wouldn't help. No, it wouldn't. Not at all. No, but. Uh, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're uh, what would they say? Especially with the accent, the accents were so fucking weird. Like there was no reason to have that. Come on, Charlie, get in the car. Uh, it's like, so I forget what I was listening to, but I, it was explaining why they did that. It's because like the silver screen was so new, they they had to get people who acted on stage to do those roles. So they were used to projecting, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, okay. or like they came from like radio where like they'd be like, and then they walked out into the rain and got on their horses. Uh, yeah, but it was and almost it went, like an accent. And uh, they, yeah. they would make the sounds for the story. Charlie. Uh, oh, wait, what are you, you going to go out in the rain for? You know? Yeah. It's cold out there. And it's wet out there. Why don't you just stay inside, Rosie? Oh where it's not raining and it's not wet. <laughs> and it's not cold. <laughs> And you'll be warm, because yeah. the inside is warm. Oh, oh, George, I think I might. And it was the first rendition of Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah. <laughs> Snap out of it. Bass. <laughs> Smack some shit. Like, damn. Damn, you're right. It is cold as fuck out there. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Dro- dropping an F-bomb <laughs> in the middle of a, like a 1950s like cir- closed circuit TV. Oh, God, man. I think that was like... Punishable, punishable by a hanging, oh, yeah, probably. No, right. <laughs> and we interrupt this fucking broadcast. <laughs> like, oh shit! What is going on? That that was so important with not hearing cuss words that much is you knew somebody meant business when yeah. they were saying it. Holy shit! The aliens are invading. <laughs> like, damn! They're, they're serious. It wasn't enough for to be like, guys, the aliens are invading for real. But if that TV. <laughs> Cut my well, I don't know what they watched in the fifties. It just cut off my jazz set. <laughs> I cut off their their show, and then it's like fuck <laughs> the aliens. They're fucking coming. Oh like, shit! <laughs> get, <laughs> get the non-perishables. <laughs> it's just a box of Twinkies. 
<laughs> and, and, and filtered cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the motion box. I don't know what they call the TV. Bring the motion box downstairs <laughs> in the porridge. The television set. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. What it was called. You remember Back to the Future? He was like sitting at the table. And he's with his his mom in the fifties. I, I never saw. You never saw Back to the Future. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I've never seen wow, it. I'm that so is sorry. So, wow, wow. That is such a good movie. So, so the you know he goes back in time, ends up running into his mom and shit like that. His mom tries to fuck him basically. Uh, nice. Yeah, and you know, so classic shtick. <laughs> you know, classic. I accidentally yeah. got sent back in time I thing. Try to fuck my mom. For yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there freaking out. He's with his family, but they don't know that he's their family, right? right? So his dad, like his his grandpa, is setting up the the TV, and his mom Lorraine is like, "It's brand new. We just got it today." And his uncle, who's a kid, is like. Do you have a television set? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've got two. And he's like, really? You must be rich. And mom's like, oh, he's pulling your leg. No one has two television sets. Wow. Like, it was so unheard of. Yeah. Because I remember hearing something like how when TV was first invented, the guy, like, there was people saying, like, there's no way that this is going to take off because people don't have time to watch TV. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. And now, like, the average household watches something like six hours of TV a day. Right. Yeah. And still have no time to do shit either, still. Yeah. That's but crazy. That's one of those, like, it's one of those things where you can easily cut TV out of your day and you'd have a lot of time. Yeah. It's, I just I think know. it's crazy, the, uh, the functioning setup of things. Like, you have that record player that's huge. It's mm, not like yeah. the, the portable ones now that are... Tiny and straight to the point. Yours is functions. I think they have ones that you can literally fit in your pocket now. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's just the the, the functioning uh, design of them yeah. is what I thought was crazy for way back when. Like, they're not just going to want to listen to music. They're going to want to be able to prop their foot up on this and maybe store some things in here and yeah. have a table for the living room. Like, everything outside of that was just impractical. It, yeah, like, well, it, it is a furniture a piece. Music thing. Yeah. yeah, and the craziest thing now is like, we're like, no, you better not fucking put anything on that record table. That shit's like, <laughs> that shit's like fifty years old. Right? You know, is it? Yeah, 50, yeah, 50, it's like fifty-one years old or something like that. I think yeah. uh, it was bought in like seventy-three right. or something like that. So it's damn near fifty years old. And like, I remember I put a coffee cup on it, yeah. and my wife was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, <laughs> oh no shit, you're right. Damn, why am I doing this? But like, it that one it has a radio, and like you can adjust the bass and the treble and like the the mid and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really, it's, yeah, it's super weird. So like I put on Hollywood undead. I was like, let me deface this record player really quick. And I put on Hollywood undead swan songs on vinyl. It was the first record I ever got when I was like 15 and uh, I didn't have any, a record player then. So I, you know, not really. Man, I was messing around with those. Uh... I turned the bass all the way up. Really? Oh yeah. And it's still, I mean, it, it, it thumps. <laughs> it, it's thumpy. Dang, yeah, it bumps hard, man. <laughs> they were really listening to the Stooges bass line really heavy on this one. Um, I really like that. Uh, had the EQ built in like that. Um, I think it was just funny how they, they really liked wrapping everything in wood back then. In that way, like That's t- so those t- Yeah, those TVs with the, the dials on the side, and it was just wood. I had a TV or like that. Or the fucking cars. Or like the, even... The Plymouth with the, the fucking wood grain on the outside, like... Oh, God, man. Yeah, insane. like, I had a TV like that. Or, or the, even their TVs were furniture pieces, too. They, they had tube TVs that would sit on the ground, 
and you had the dials on the side. My grandma had one of those when yeah, I was a kid. Where, where am I going to put the, the kitchenette or the, the vases? <laughs> put it on the TV. Just put it on the TV? What are you talking about? <laughs> or like the VCR players, then instead of e- ejecting the tape out, it would pop up. Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah, had, yeah. like Napoleon Dynamite had. Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of funny. I don't know, man. Things are weird. It makes you wonder how different things are going to be, you know, 50 years from now. Or like, in the 70s, quality shit was like everything was a furniture piece and shag rugs were cool. Which shag rugs have actually come back around. I have a shag rug in the living room. I feel like everything is coming back around. It's yeah. kind of crazy. The 80s have been coming back around for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's things that have been slowly coming back and then now it's just really hitting heavy where like Stranger Things, I feel like, kind of like tipped it off. Right. And everything is trying, like, Thor Ragnarok had a very 80s vibe to, like, the logo. Right. And now, but they're doing, they did Wonder Woman 1984. And I saw the trailer for that. I was like, that is so fucking stupid. I didn't watch it. I didn't, I have not watched Justice League. I haven't watched Wonder Woman. I, like. Have you seen the new Wonder Vision? Oh, WandaVision? WandaVision. Have you seen it? I haven't watched it. They set it up like a 50s sitcom. I saw and uh, that's why I didn't watch it. But I heard it gets really good. Does it? But it's kind of crazy that that is good. that's the first um, entrance of like the new Marvel um, TV shows. Well, the the new Marvel rollout of the whole. Oh yeah. Thing. So I don't know. They're they're doing something. They're brewing something up. I don't know, man. I <clears throat> it just seemed kind of corny to me. Yeah. And and plus, like everyone got like really into the Mandalorian, and I definitely didn't. I watched I the first it. episode, and I was but like, I just found out the the director of that was, oh, what's the, what's that guy's name? The one who did, uh, damn, what's his name? He he's that really funny guy, that uh, he looks really Seth Jew- No, he he looks really Jewish. I forget his name. Everybody in Hollywood. No, fuck. <laughs> What was his name? He did a uh, who did Thor Ragnarok? James Gunn? No, no, right, that's that's right. who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, who directed? But that dude is so funny, and uh, most movies that he's in that he's cast in, he's always funny to me. Like he's fucking hilarious. John Favreau? Yeah, John Favreau, man, Favreau. he's so fucking funny. Uh. But he did a. I don't know that I see him in anything. I'm, I'm sure I have seen him in some. Have you seen Four Seasons no. or Four Christmases? No. It's with uh, dude. I, I keep forgetting people's names. These actors. Uh, How could you do that? It's like the most important thing. Yeah, or Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it yeah, does yeah, have yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, Four Four Christmases. It's so funny. John Favreau plays uh, Vince Vaughn's brother. And he's like this. Uh, he stays at uh, at home with the mom, and he's got like a leather wrist strap, fucking bracelet, like some uh, what are they called? Like edit like some Ed Hardy esque shirt with those fucking buckle type jeans. Oh that are yeah. Washing the way he's like really sticking to this character, and like as soon as Vince Vaughn walks into the house. John Favreau as that person that he's being in that get up with the like <clears throat> slick back hair or whatever he was doing 
just goes up and like DDTs Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just keeps fucking doing like wrestling moves and shit. Like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is like, stop. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, the, the breakup with Vince Vaughn is really funny. Yeah. Uh, me and Peyton were talking about Vince that. And it was, yeah, but that was yeah, like a, that was like a slap in the face at the end of the movie. And he was yeah. like, he's like, I love you. And if, if you want me to do dishes, I'll do dishes. I realized like, I would rather do dishes than not have you in my life and all, all this stuff. And she's like, I don't want to be with you. And I'm like, oh shit. Fuck. Like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but like, it, that was a real breakup. It was. That was like real, yeah. not like some, every other like rom-com or drama it oh the breakups always fucking uh, yeah. like fucking terrible like they have to pack their shit and get on the first flight to fucking like canada or some shit like it's yeah. just terrible like, and then they have to tr- chase after them yeah. like, to canada yeah fight them out yeah shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but that was a real fucking breakup i think that's why i was like damn is this a fucking comedy or not like this is this one hit hard yeah uh Peyton said, "One like her favorite scene is where Jennifer Aniston walks out completely naked, yeah. and I'm like, I mean that, that's cool. And she was like, I mean that takes some balls. Like why? She's just naked in her own house. She's like, yeah, but like his friends were over. And I'm like, yeah, I mean I guess like they're broken up. Like yeah. if if anything, I would be like, I, I would be the person to elicit the react like not elicit, but I would I would give the reaction that she was looking for. Can you um, imagine?" I think our our sensibility as, uh, I'll say, I don't know, maybe if it has anything to do with us being men, but our sensibility to just kind of attack the issue of like, if this is what's going to solve it, then we will do it. But if we were able to just, if I knew me getting up out of bed fucking butt ass naked is going to have my girlfriend like, oh shit, like I just, I know it wouldn't work. It doesn't work at all. There's, there's no fucking way. So here I am like prancing out of the fucking room, butt ass naked. Hey, hey it's kind of cold. So your balls are like, <laughs> one testicle stuck to my inner thigh. Hey, oh, you're, oh, I see you're up already, huh? I'm just going to the bathroom. <laughs> Guess who else is up? <laughs> It's it's like that those TikToks that that women were doing where like sweat under my ass cheeks and shit. <laughs> Even thinking about that for a woman, if there was sweat under the woman's ass cheek, it's like damn, that's kind of sexy. Like, you wouldn't it. care at all. <laughs> no, but here I am, just sweating under that's, my ass cheek, ball stuck to my thigh, hairy butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you haven't you brushed your teeth at? yet. <laughs> what are you looking at? Usually the woman's reaction like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not looking at anything. Put your fucking clothes on. But do something with yourself. What the fuck? Gross. (laughs) You want to watch me do something with myself? (laughs) Do you like to do it yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love that scene. Do you like to do (laughs) (laughs) Subtaz. Why can't uh, we do that? I mean, can can men do that? I don't Maybe know. I'm just I didn't speaking from average Joe here because I'm not <laughs> fucking like super exotic looking man, but I I can't do that. Oh shit! I guess I dropped the fucking spatula. Let me pick it up real quick. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't at all look at my significant other 
Like, they're fucking crazy if she bent over to pick something up. I'm You'd like, be like, fuck, I'm ready to <laughs> go. <laughs> You're always looking for, a, like, yeah. a position to slap her ass. <laughs> exactly. Damn. Yeah. Um, have you seen those videos where women, they'll be in front of the mirror in the bathroom with their towel on? And then it'll it'll like cut to them by their man, and they'll like their man they're, like their dudes like playing video games. They yeah. take the towel and they just throw. They're like, babe, and they throw. And their dude's always like, oh hey, like yeah. take the headset off, like ready to do it. But like, yeah. I know if Peyton was like watching, <laughs> if Peyton was watching Night Stalker, right. and <laughs> and you come in with a towel, and I come in, I'm like, hey babe, and I shake my dick a little bit. She's <laughs> gonna be like. You're a dork. Please yeah. go put your clothes on. <laughs> what are you doing? Nice stalkers on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm trying to learn about Richard Ramirez, babe. Yeah, so I, I don't know what that is. Is it just a Night stalker? No, no, no. Oh. Just that, that kind of energy, that, that sexual drive. Is it? I, I, I think it really comes down to men are more primitive than women. Maybe. I, I really think the determining factor is testosterone levels. You think so? Yeah. I, I, re- I really do think so because <clears throat> I know that like – when I was, you remember like when I was really skinny and heat cell and stuff? Yeah. Um, my sex drive was like really dummy low. So, like, if I almost, I almost feel weird like name dropping my Sk- wife. Skinny people can't yeah. have sex drives. Well, and that's <laughs> no, at that time, I really did. So, if something like that would have happened where like, you know, the towel would have got dropped, I probably would have been like, Oh, what's up? You know what I mean? But like versus like when I started eating more and like eating properly, training the right way, like my testosterone shot through the roof. I was sleeping better. Right. Then it's different. You know what I mean? Like, so I think just like for me as a control factor, I think that's what would determine it is testosterone levels. So what is the, the mark of real man or male progression with like evolving oneself is it to have more of a sex drive more of a controlled sex drive i think it's control what is is controlled sex drive anyway as in like do you you respectfully understand like oh well she accidentally dropped her books and she's bending over to pick them up and now she's picked them up and she's caring about her way. And there's just no registering of like, fuck, okay, wow. Yeah. Better help I, with I, those books. I think that's what it is. Like the control sex drive is, you know, <clears throat> like I don't I don't know I don't know how you are. Well, I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying controlled as in like I'm feeling the urge to does does the maturity or the evolution come from those things not registering or that I is it I think it always register I think the real responsibility is like seeing your girl bent over and being like she's bent over I want to slap her butt but maybe that's not the best thing to do right now you know what I mean something as simple as that's what I'm saying the the want to slap the butt I mean I can only speak for myself I know the want to slap my wife's butt is always going to be there you know like to almost to a fault but like, would I really be me if I didn't slap her butt? <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? I I don't know. It's, I think, you, like, my control of my sex drive is definitely better than when 
you first have those hormones and stuff, you know, like right. w- whenever you're first going through puberty, like feel like you're going insane, you know, like you almost like you want to like come out of your body. You're like, Oh God. Right. You know? I'll, I'll t- I will say that I believe one of the most immature, uh, sex illusions or whatever it is, is not when someone responds to a woman bending over it, it, which, which I actually find crazy to me is that it's, primarily older men that it can't is. fucking help but respond yes. to something but <clears throat> the whole when a woman's got something like phallic in their hands like a, a banana or that's never attractive and, and i'm not like oh shit i wish that banana was my penis <laughs> she's like <laughs> just peel me away <laughs> it's just i i don't look at somebody Putting their mouth on a banana and then chewing and it off. And being like, yeah, oh, okay. wow. Yeah. <laughs> this like, is it. Never, never in my life have I ever thought that. And then like, especially feeling the urge like most <clears throat> most old men. Like, wow, you really know how to eat that banana, huh? Yeah. Like, yes, I've been eating bananas since I was a fucking kid. Middle school, <laughs> middle schoolers <laughs> and old men have more in common than they think. Yeah. Like... I remember if, if when I was in middle school, if you were a dude and you ate, like, I, it wasn't so much. You ate a banana. It, it wasn't. It wasn't girls expelled. because, like, I feel like we understood like you can't just sexually harass a chick like that and be like, "Hey, look at you eating that banana! It's yeah. actually my penis." Like, <laughs> that was that was not cool. But like, if you were a dude and you were eating a banana, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So then. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> just bust out the big ass plantain. Shit, <laughs> 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 so fucking bitter. Platano. Platano. Um, no, th- there was actually a, a kid in middle school. Like he had got an ar- argument with his friends, and he was sitting with me and my friends for a day. Yeah. And our buddy Nick had gotten up to like go to the bathroom or some shit. He was like, oh, I better eat my banana before Nick comes back. And I was like, <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> that's sort of like taking shit. I couldn't even <laughs> take a shit. Don't get me fucking started, dude. I had to take a shit during class <laughs> because I knew there was no foot traffic outside. Yep. I was like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. And then all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Oh, God. oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually remember distinctly, uh, I had taken a shit, and there was no reason to have this reaction, but I had taken a shit, and I don't know wh- why why people would do this shit, but so so I'm taking a shit, and I just remember two uh, two other uh, schoolmates coming to the coming to the bathroom, and there's like two or three stalls in there, if that, and they come in there, I'm like, oh fuck, I'll just stay quiet, so I'm just staying there real quiet. And then I just went with them like running really fast, jumps on the toilet to look over the stall. <laughs> and, <you're> like, <laughs> and I'm just looking up like that. I'm like, Stop. And he's like, Ew, you were shitting. And I'm like, what was that? What else was I supposed to be doing in here? But I'm like panicking mentally, like, oh fuck, he saw me shit. And he's like, Ew, you shit. You can't. You can't reason with them yeah. because they're fucking kids. Yeah, like, there's nothing I can say about it. Like, no, it's not shit. It's just <laughs> I what? sit when I pee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just peeing and thinking about stuff. <laughs> no, oh, no, I can smell your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Which in and itself, it's worse sounding. Like, bro, why are you trying to catch me shitting? <laughs> it, really, it really is. Yeah. What was that like the? 
the South Park episode where Cartman <laughs> sticks Butter's dick in his mouth. Oh, you're yeah. gay. <laughs> no, they're like, no, dude, that definitely makes you gay. Yeah. He's like, no, uh, no, uh, no. Because uh, like, it butters. Yeah, that shit's so funny. Um, when I was in high school, like obviously through middle school, I would always try to like schedule my shitting yeah. before I went to the bus stop. <laughs> and then I remember one time specifically in ninth grade, I really, really had to shit. But like, <laughs> I was in math class. I was in Miss Anderson's class, second period. Yeah. So if you're listening, Miss Anderson, fuck you. Um, <laughs> she is. Well, damn. <laughs> oh well, oh, my word. Well, hot dog. <laughs> um, but someone had just recently got caught smoking yeah. in the bathrooms, which I didn't know anyone did past the '80s. Um, but. Uh, I was like really like I had my like my legs wrapped around the chair. I was like just like gluing my ass to the t- oh, yeah. <laughs> to the chair like <laughs> <laughs> having to like like fight back the urge to shit my pants. Yeah. And I'm like, "Miss Anderson, can I go to the bathroom please?" And she was like, "No, why she can go smoke?" I'm like, "No, I really have what to What a the- bitch. Yeah, right. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, I really have to go to the bathroom." She's like, "Well, you should have gone between class." I'm like, "There's not enough time." And she's like, well, you're going to have to get over that. I didn't do any of my work that day. The entire class was oh, spent. Oh, God, I hate it was, it was like spent that. trying not to shit my pants. Yeah. So then finally, at, like at third period, I remember I always waited till third period if I could because it was by the gym and it had the biggest bathroom. No. And next to no one was going there because if you had gym class, you would just go in the locker room. Right. Just um, take a shit <clears> in the janitor's bucket. And then I was like, 10, 15 minutes late to theater class that day. Yeah. And he was like, Mr. Zidon, why are you late? And I was like, huh. I had to go to my locker and then I had to go to the bathroom. And he was like, where's your locker? I was like, by the LGI I room. And it was like across the school. He was like, what'd you do in the bathroom? Like, and he was like, interrogating you. <laughs> okay, okay. He's like, all right, whatever. Like he didn't care. Right. And then when I got to like junior year, I just stopped giving a fuck. Like yeah. I was in the middle of math class. And again, I don't know what it is about math. Makes me have to shit. Um, Understandable. But I asked my teacher, I was like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? She's like, yeah, you know, be quick. So I went and took a shit. came back. She was like, do you have a good conversation in there? She thought I was on my phone. And I was like, I was taking a dump. That's why it took so long. Like, just straight up, I just stopped caring. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> last shit story. Here we go. All right. Uh, I was a senior. <laughs> and taking a shit. And I hear footsteps. And just walking around, bullshit and whatever. Obviously, a kid just trying to get out of class. Yeah. And then he goes to the stall, jumps up to that railing that's above the door and pulls himself up. And I'm sitting there like, and just the look of fear on his face, like, fuck, yeah. he left the bathroom. Right after. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, the door was closed. What did you expect? Like, yeah. that was a really stupid move. Right. Uh, I always wonder if farts will ever be <laughs> normalized. Like, not embarrassing because even as a grown man, there's situations where I don't give a shit. I'll just fucking fart. Like, I don't give a fuck. They smile like, yeah, man, that, I'm so sorry, but here it is. But on that same token, there's definitely a situation. Like if I were to comfortably fart, like, ha, ah, that's funny. And then all of a sudden the wrong person popped up. Like, what's that smell? <laughs> I will be whistling a different tune. I don't fucking know. It does stink, doesn't it? It's that damn river. It's that, the that. fucking Cumberland. <laughs> We're in Guthrie. Yeah, I know. Like uh, light years away from that shit. I was in a, I was at work and I, I blamed the Korean 
for me ripping ass. Yeah, you got to, man. Yeah, I was at the break table and I ripped ass, and then everyone like came up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think hey, everybody gathered around. Everyone <laughs> ignored it, but Kalen was like, "Which one of y'all motherfuckers farted?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, dude, I don't know." And then yeah. like, the Corey ended up taking the flack for it because <laughs> he was the most like, "No, bro, I swear." Oh, yeah, I did yeah. It. And uh, we're walking out of work, and I'm like, "Dude, that was me." Dude, I. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I learned at a, a pretty young age, it's pretty fucked up, but that if you ask somebody if they farted, everybody thinks that person farted right yes. off. So after right off I rip. fart, if I <laughs> farted and I can smell that essence like blooming, just going about like, what do they call it? Crop dusting. I used to take that yeah. shit from the pencil sharpener <laughs> and do fucking like fucking uh pac-man patterns back to my desk <laughs> and then i sit down and look at a like one person did you fart but but not say it in an accusatory way say it like a concerned fucking <laughs> like citizen like some neighbor some neighborhood watch shit like i was sitting here thinking and uh somebody definitely farted man i just want to know if it was you <laughs> everybody's gonna think it's the first person that you ask like it's no lo- i'm completely relinquished of any guilt even though that fart may still be lingering right, past my jeans <laughs> Dude, ew, he did fart didn't he like, i don't know i'm just wondering hey whoa don't make fun of him dude like, <laughs> he's a good guy <laughs> hey, Every, okay. everybody farts weirdo yeah <laughs> no speaking of which I, I remember this guy i haven't seen him Ever past my time. This was back when I was in uh, school. Uh, ninth grade it was. And we were sitting down. There was that, that free time. It was like 30 minutes before class or whatever it was. And oh, just yeah, yeah. Walk around the school. And um, there were two girls and this other guy. And we just sat in the hallway like on, on opposite ends. We're just bullshitting, talking, this, this, and that. Everybody's kind of walking in between. And... I seen him leaning over. Like, <laughs> he's just kind of leaning over as he's still talking, and he's wearing one of these big poofy starter jackets, like New York New York Knicks. I remember that. And uh, there was a lull in our conversation. We're just fucking going back and forth. Me, this girl, the other girl, and him. We're just, ha, ha, this, this, and that, such and such, whatever. And there was a pause. And I remember thinking in my head, after the fact that that was prime opportunity because the conversation was getting like, we're going at it. But coincidentally, when he thought was the perfect time to do what he did, because he leaned over and that shit rocked the fucking pavement <laughs> underneath. <laughs> it just straight rocked the floor. It was like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and I remember the girl, <laughs> he, he, I know he definitely didn't see it coming, but she was like, did you just fart? <laughs> and the way he handled it was he got up and said no and laughed. No, I didn't fart. And laughed. He was fucking gone. Like mid-conversation, all this happened, and he just fucking laughed. No, I didn't fart. And he laughed. No, like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I remember thinking, I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, he definitely <laughs> farted. <laughs> he, we know we know as much, but he just fucking dipped. I was like, man, that's the way you got to handle some things sometimes. Dude, I was, I was at a party when I was like 14, and it was like all of us were hanging out in this garage. It was like 
probably like 30 people yeah. in this, like a garage, like this size, maybe a little bit bigger. But there was a stairwell, like to the bonus room and the cutout for the <laughs> stairs was in the garage. Yeah. So I'm standing like leaned up against the, like the upper part <laughs> of the stairs, whatever. I'm kind of like isolated. <laughs> I'm isolated. You're safe. And, and there's a lot of noise, a lot of music going on. No one can hear anything. So I fucking rip out. <laughs> it was, I know it was loud. Like, what, what's your internal dialogue? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm cool. Like, and then I turn around. <laughs> there's a kid sitting on the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> I turned and I look at him oh. and like oh. <laughs> you can see it was one of those oh shit moments where I was like <laughs> yeah and he, <laughs> he goes He's like watering from the eye <laughs> thanks mate <laughs> he, he, straight up he looks at me and he goes just fart <laughs> and I went and I leaned and I said what'd you just say <laughs> What the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> he went. <laughs> he looked back at me. He goes. <laughs> he was like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Could be. Like it was a fucking UFO or some shit. No, never mind. Couldn't be. <laughs> I'm just smelling things, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> And the worst part was like his face was like <laughs> level. <with his> <laughs> he, he probably said never mind because on the flip side of that coin, he didn't want to admit to being <laughs> right there in the crossfires of your ass. <laughs> it's kind of like a personal thing. Like if that was a fart, man, you definitely blew that shit. What did you just ask face. me? Fart face. <laughs> I felt so bad, yeah. but like, and then after that, we just, like I started talking to him, and we were cool. We were cool after that. <laughs> and so anyway, we're married now, <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. <laughs> oh oh my god, man! That oh man. That's what I'm saying though about like a, a <laughs> fart, because inherently it really is the the worst, not the worst, but the the not good part of you just coming out. Like, mm, yeah. And there's the, the shame in it, the, the embarrassment. I wonder if we'll ever just get past the fact that it's just a natural thing that fucking happens. Um, I think they're like that in France, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Like they burp and fart like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, you're like, imagine that like you're in, you're in France, you're American as shit. And you're having di like dinner with this like French babe. Yeah. She's like super hot. She doesn't shave. Super hot. She doesn't. French. She doesn't like shave her armpits all yeah. the way. But like yeah, whatever. She she's she's French. And she's like, and then I was like, we we. <laughs> <laughs> she just lifts up to let the pressure out. You're like, uh, uh, I imagine it would be kind of like uh, that movie. What was that movie? Movie like, oh man, what was that movie where Hugh Jackman had the balls on his chin? You remember that? I don't remember. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? No, I oh know. my god, dude! He has these like it's a bunch of like different short films, kind of compiled together, and they're yeah. all ridiculous. This chick goes on a blind date with Hugh Jackman, who's like a CEO, super successful businessman, 
and she gets there and he has balls <laughs> on his chin and like everybody seems to not notice and she's just like looking like um and eventually it's like soup on his like ball sack yeah and she's like you have soup on and he's like where He's going at his chin, but it's definitely on like a testicle. Right. And just everyone's just acting like it's not like I imagine that's what it would be like. Where yeah. like every other French person is gonna be like, She just fought in. Yeah. You know, and you're like She fought in. Uh, did you uh, did you just fart? Like it's almost like faux pas to mention it because right. it's so normal. But I wonder I wonder if it it stinks the same, you know what I mean? It definitely wonder, does stink the same. They eat a lot of grains. But do you, you don't think, man, that is kind of weird to think about, that it would just be like, how do they handle, like, <laughs> when it's just absolutely putrid? <laughs> I wow. don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty cool, though, normalizing it like that. I, I think know. they're more... Uh, I think it wouldn't be as funny if it was normalized. Like, none of the stories they, we just told would be funny. Uh, that's true. I think... Is that I wonder if that's why what's kept it the way it is is because we think that it's funny and we always want it to be funny. I don't ever want farts to stop being funny. Absolutely. Or people tripping. That's just fucking. (laughs) Except for older people. I hate, I feel bad when it's older people. I love watching people fall on their bikes. Yeah, that's. Like when they do that little. (laughs) (laughs) No, when they do the trying to stop and they're like putting both their feet down and they just (laughs) topple over. And the front wheel like like just slams over and they're like, bam, and they face plant to the ground. Like. I, I saw something like that like right outside my house. Like yeah. this girl is riding down the street with her friend, and I think she like went to go up on the curb or something <laughs> like that, and her wheels spun with the curb, so oh, she shit. like fell onto the sidewalk, and she was like, ah, like <laughs> just so excited. Her friend's like, oh my god, are you okay? And like my first reaction was like, oh shit, I hope she's okay. And then after the fact, like I was like, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Like it's kind of like seeing those guys like do a wheelie on like their crotch rockets. Right. You're like, what, what if you just revved it too hard and yeah. you fucking fell back? You douchebag. Right. I think that's, uh, that's why they do it, man. It's really cool looking, right? It, I, I think it gets more speed. Yeah. It's from, was what I've heard. My mom's ex-boyfriend used to do that. I don't think he had a crotch rocket though. I forget what kind of motorcycle used he had. Used to do Papa Willis. <clears throat> just like the quick, like lift up the wheel. Yeah. And then when it goes back down, but I don't know, man, I don't know shit about bikes. So, like, I can't be like, I don't know if it's front or rear, rear wheel drive. Like, I don't even know if that's the right terminology. It wouldn't make sense. It would not make sense for the front wheel to be the power. Yeah, I don't think it would. So, I don't know why it, it creates more speed, but it does. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot about, like, the planets and geometry and stuff, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pluto's not a planet. That's, that's all I know. Shut your mouth. <clears throat> You shut your, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> what um? What are you, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, no, right. What did he say just recently? He said some shit about. Uh, oh, he was trying to explain some kind of something about how the the Earth's gravitational pull is more of a. <clears throat> damn, how does it? Just how the moon affects the tide and the sun affects the tide. On a road, I don't know. Fucking Neil being Neil. I, I don't follow him sometimes, but he, he definitely knows what he's talking about, so I trust him. <laughs> that was a good segue into not knowing. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It, <clears throat> I, I'm still baffled by the fact that the earth is around and there's people on the bottom of the earth. 
standing upright. Yeah. That's just weird to me, but it's science, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, you ready to cut it off? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that, man. All right, guys. This has been episode one of Send News. Thanks a lot. Y'all take it easy. <laughs>